Welcome to the latest episode of the Create Smarter Podcast. I am Phil DiMartino of Five Tool Productions. We have a great pair of guests for you today, Diane and Heather, the co-founders of Only Prettier Design. We have a great conversation coming up with them about launching their own business, how it came to be, how they met one another, um, and how they balanced running their business with a grand total of eight children and a whole bunch of pets between the two of them and, and what it looks like to balance family with, with your own business and how to make those commitments work together and, and really finding a way to, to find the balance and make it work for you, which is really what it's all about when you're running your own business. So lots of great lessons to learn, a great conversation ahead, a lot of fun with these two. We really think you're going to love this conversation, so stick around. The latest episode of Create Smarter starts right now. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the latest edition of the Create Smarter Podcast. I am here with Diane and Heather from Only Prettier Design. Hi, guys. Hi. Why am I the one doing this interview when you know very well that my business partner knows you, Diane, much better than I do? Because it wouldn't be serious. It wouldn't be serious? No, I couldn't take him seriously. What do you mean? (laughs) He probably could tell you all the answers to these questions on his own. So... But that's okay. It's a level. Uh, it's fine. I am here interviewing one of our participants, is Diane, who, as you may know, is my co-owner of Five Tool Productions' wife. Diane Pyburn is her last name, and she insisted that Tyler did not conduct this interview, which is why I am the one doing it because she did not think that it would be serious enough. So anyway, welcome in. Thank you guys for doing this today. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So first and foremost, what is Only Prettier? Tell me what. Tell me what it is. Sure. So it's a floral and event design business. So we are florists, um, and we specialize in weddings. That's what we love to do. So we do that on the weekends. Um, we also have a brick-and-mortar store, and we have fresh flowers that are available weekly, and we have all sorts of gifts and things for your home. Um, but we're so much more than that, too. It's really hard. It's like uh, we offer in-home decorating, in-home design. We do custom signage. We do yes. paper. Um, and let's not forget the two flower bars. Oh, yes. And we have we have a, a vintage Ford truck bed. And then we have a 66 International. Yeah. And when before we started, you guys said, like, sometimes we struggle to tell our story. And I think the reason for that is just because you have a lot <laughs> of stuff a, going yeah, on. We do a lot of things. <laughs> lots of things. Wear many hats. There's a million different things going mm-hmm. on. So... Like, what, how do you, I guess, first of all, how do you decide, like, you didn't start with a million things. Like, what did you start with, and how do you decide what gets added in, and, like, why? Like, how do you keep adding this stuff on, and how do you make the decision of, like, where you're going to focus? Is it when stuff comes up? Is it when people come to you saying, we need something? Like, how have you grown this? Where did it start, and how have you grown it? How, how come you've picked the things you have? Well, I think that kind of lends itself to how we met, really, because... Diane was already doing the wedding side of the business on her own, and I was already doing the home design and decorating on my own. And so when we met, we brought those two things together, and we wanted to incorporate both of those things because we they're both of our strengths. And I think that's kind of how we just decided to do everything. Mm-hmm. And um, Diane's, like, wonderfully gifted at hand lettering, and so it just came naturally to, to add in the signage and... I was into refinishing furniture and stripping and painting things, and so that was kind of my strength. And then when we opened the shop, it just made sense to just try to do it all. Right. Um, We don't do it all every single day, so there might be, you know, we might have a wedding on a Saturday, but 
that wedding on that Saturday, the work is kind of spread out throughout, you know, the planning process, which is nine months, 10 months, six months. It, it all depends. Um, and then I also didn't shut up about getting a truck. Um, so I just always envisioned. <laughs> which um, is like the coolest thing. Right? I, de- I have done so much research on it, and we didn't have anything at the time around here, and I kept talking about it and talking about it. And at first we found the truck bed, and then um, when I was out in July, Heather Heather found the complete truck that we can actually drive, and we don't have to trailer it. So. Yeah, and it just pairs perfectly with everything else. that we do our love of flowers and I think it really pulls in our sense of community too like being in the farmer's market and talking to people and just showing our love for flowers like it all just marries together and it's just like another component of our business that we're really excited to grow and it's just a new concept that's not really around here in this area yeah so you've got to give us a visual first for people who haven't seen it like what is the truck like tell us what it actually is what it looks like and like what function it serves yeah yeah so <laughs> it's, a 60 it's adorable. It's white and it's just this cute, cute little truck. And so then basically in the back of the bed, we layer up just buckets of flowers. And so mm-hmm. it's drivable. We can drive it anywhere. It can it can go to your farmer's markets. It can go to an event, like a corporate event if they want to sell or like have um, their employees can like make bouquets yeah. and single stem flowers. Um, yeah. So the whole point is to make yeah. your own bouquet. So sure, mm-hmm. we can arrange it for you, but it's so fun to just be able to pick your favorite flowers and just buy by the stem. So obviously, that's like um, that's like a direct to customer sort of thing. But like to me, when I think of you guys, the first thing I I think about generally is the wedding side of things, mm-hmm. just because I know that's like a huge intensive effort. Um, to me, to me, working in weddings is like such an interesting thing to focus on because it's such a double edged sword. Because it's such a cool, interesting, like joyous occasion, but it's like you only get one chance at it. Super stressful. (laughs) You know, the people you're working with are going to be super stressed. What has been your experience in working in that environment? Like, it seems like you must thrive in it. You must like it. Um, But there's a level of stress in working at a wedding that probably doesn't come with much else in the world. So, like, what has that experience been like for you all so far? Well, I think it's it's been a learning process. But I think one thing that Heather and I, and this is actually um, something that we talk about, it's not common for us to find people that have the same eye like we have a very similar eye and attention to detail um we're kind of not so over it so I think we hold ourselves to a very high level of expectation with the detail um but then also plan and have kind of different strategies depending upon whatever we want to accomplish um and we've been super lucky and fortunate that we have not really ran into any bridezillas yeah you know and I think Kind of what sets us apart in the wedding point is that we are like a one-stop shop. So we really pride ourselves in taking the stress away from the bride mm-hmm. and just taking care of everything. So we take care of the complete vision and design of the whole entire day. So we're not just dropping off a bouquet of flowers. Right. We are like setting the tables. We're placing all of the decor. I mean, every single last detail we're going to take care of. So really the bride Doesn't just to needs to show up. And yeah. we're going to just take care of all of the rest of it. So... I think it just puts them at ease and gives them a trust in us that we're going to deliver. And we don't get, really get stressed out, to be honest, no. about that stuff. We, like you said, we like love it and we thrive in it. It's our passion. So mm-hmm. just because I think we are so detail-oriented, like it comes a little bit easier, I think. Right. Yeah, to us, and it's just like what we love to do. And it's and we ask like, a lot um, of questions, too, like in the – Throughout the consult process, we ask a lot of details. So there's one wedding that sticks out. It's Christina down on the Cape. Like, 
is it an ivory linen or a white linen on your table? And I knew it was white. And I saw the coordinator setting up ivory and I'm like chasing after her. I'm like, no, because her flowers were like bright white. I'm like, you can't have bright white flower on an ivory linen. Like, holy cow. Things and like, I was like chasing her. I'm like, these are wrong linens. Like, I've got it right But it's a detail, right? right? Yeah. Like, it matters. Yeah. And, and so like, you guys do work hand in hand with coordinators too. Mm -hmm. yeah. So what is yes. that like? Interesting. Because... If they don't have as much attention to detail or they're not as organized, sometimes it can get really frustrating. And then there's other venues that are so helpful, like they're involved in the entire process and the setup. Um, so it really just depends on what venue. And there's some that we've worked with a ton. We and basically we just plan on doing it yeah. at all. And if they want to help, then great. But and <laughs> we this, don't plan on it. This is as good a time as any to mention that we're recording in our office and you're two, Diane, you're two... Uh, youngest, two four and a half month old babies are here, <laughs> yep. and that's part of this that we'll definitely talk about. Um, talk about as well. Um, but if you hear some fussing in the background, those are your cherubs. Yeah, <laughs> my youngest. They are here. Um, and they are. How do they contribute to the business? Do they put together? Will they be? Will they be helping haul stuff oh, yeah, in like what, like a year yeah. maybe? Yep, I've already started. Yep, they <laughs> they help. Actually, we did a takedown um, back in. August, so September 1st, I went to pick up everything, and it was my family uh, and my dad. And Jake, actually, my, who's my oldest, who's only four, was actually the most helpful. He was almost four at that point. He wasn't four yet. But he was, like, emptying buckets of water and then stacking the buckets, wiping them dry. And it was hilarious. But he loves it. Like, they all And I'm pretty want. sure you were about ten months pregnant, too, at that yeah, time. ready so. to have uh, those babies <laughs> We don't really stop moment. working for babies. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's the when you're running it yourself, like that's not, you know, there's only each other to fall back on. Yeah, but, but so, so give us that background because that's an important part of this. You guys are running your own, you guys are running your own business here. Um, you are not doing it as, you know, like young single people straight out of college who are, you know, have no other responsibilities. You guys have a lot <laughs> else going on and there's big families involved. So give us the background of, you know, between the two of you, there's a small army of people involved. So what what's your family situation? How does that play into how you're running your business at this point? <laughs> yeah, we have eight kids between the two of us. <laughs> um, and eight animals. I'll just throw that out there. I'm not going to say what kind, but we have, we have a lot of living, <laughs> living things we're responsible for. Um, so I think the one thing, when Heather and I uh, went and found the space that we were in, um, that we're in right now, we weren't really sure how we were going to make it work, um, but we trusted. And I actually said right. no. Yeah, multiple times. To, your, to the store? Mm -hmm. yep, yep, yep. Because I, I just... I didn't quit. I, I, I just... I didn't know how the balance was possible. Right. I was a newly single mom of four, and I was just already stressed. I just didn't... I just didn't think it was possible. Yep. But we both had, like, the dream and the passion, and... You know, you just have that, like, grit to make it work, and we're going to find a way. And we really felt compelled, I guess, that it was meant to be. As so many things fell into into line. Yeah, um, where it was, who we were renting from, everything just everything. felt right. Just, it was not, it was like a divine intervention that we were like, okay. We're going to make this We're work. supposed to do this. Mm -hmm. Like, this is meant to be. And so if it's meant to be, then, like, it's going to happen, and it's all going to work out. And it's been, like, amazing the way, I think, that we've made it work with all of the kiddos. Yeah. I think also, too, when we looked at it, um, we were very strong-willed about the fact that we weren't going to go into debt for it. And so if we failed, so what? We just lost our time. 
Um, we weren't putting ourselves, if we closed the doors, we're not in $200,000 debt and looking at each other, ready to kill each other because yeah. at the end and of the day, what matters. we are still debt-free to yeah. this day. Which That's is, incredible. Which yeah. is really exciting yeah. that we did it from the ground up with really nothing. nothing. Especially when you have, like, you guys have inventory too. So, mm-hmm. like, that's really, that's really impressive to get to that point where you can have a store and have inventory. Yeah, and, and I just want to say, like, neither of us were in a personally financial place no. that we could, like, put in money. No. Like, we right. didn't put in money. We... Mm-hmm. We got dressers off the side of the road, and we painted them, and we sold them, and then we got old windows, and then we painted them and sold them. Like, I mean, we really mm-hmm. scrapped things together, and we got weddings, and then we got Did bigger weddings, weddings, and more weddings, mm-hmm. and, you know, I think... Weddings had no overhead, and I knew that was Yeah, the it is something that I think we're super proud of and continue to be proud of as we expand and grow and hire a team of people and, you know... Yeah. And I think, too, like, if we were to close, like, you don't want to – you our friendship, to me, means more than the business, right? So I'm doing this with one of my best friends, so it's really fun. Like, I go to work, and I have so much fun. Um, but at the end of it, like, I knew like, I wouldn't want to if, – if something were to happen, I wouldn't want to look at it and be like, oh, my God, like, you owe me $20,000. Right. Like, I didn't want that type. Like, yeah. we do this together, and it's 50-50. Like, our, we, we make it work, and I think we're both – grounded and families first like it doesn't matter if something comes up like our kids will always come first if that means we close the store for the day sorry like we've we have to put our kids first yeah and this past year for both of us has had a lot of personal Mm -hmm. losses and you know we've just that that comes first Mm -hmm. absolutely all the time every day yeah, I think like when I talk to people, because obviously with Tyler being my business partner, you know, we people check in and say, how are you doing personally? And we mentioned the fact that, yeah, well, Tyler's wife also runs her own business. And, you know, they have, you know, four kids, two new kids. And obviously you've got a ton going on as well. And I think the first thing everybody always just like kind of wide eyed, like, I just don't understand how. Um, so how? <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's no book. And I think and the other thing, too, I think. I mean, I, when we have our kids, our kids come with us a lot. Like this morning we had to go and do a site visit and one of the girls in the store watched three of our kids. So, um, but then also like I view her kids, like they're mine. Like if she's not there or, or something ties her up, then I'm watching them. Like we're together. Her daughter came over and helped me when I first had the twins. Like she'd walk to my house. So I think it's, I view it as like, okay, we've got eight people <laughs> to manage and we've got something to do. Like, how do we do it? And if we're in the store, leave them in the store. Like if you go do whatever you have to do, or I'll come so you can run and take them to preschool, like whatever we have to do, we just kind of do. Yeah. And we really hope to. So I have, you know, my oldest are three girls and I think we often struggle with balance. And sometimes Mm -hmm. we feel like maybe being in the store and running these businesses, like somehow taking away time that we should be spending with them. But I look at my girls and I just think, you know what, they're going to look back on this and they're going to see a mom who, like, went after it and, like, went after her dream and just made it happen, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like that's such a good, like, legacy and a example to set for them that, you know, you can hustle and you can do it. Like, you can just do it, you know? Right. So I just kind of have to remind myself of that, too, when I have that, like, mom guilt that I think everybody has, no matter what you're doing, everybody mm-hmm. has mom guilt, but just that you're, like, doing it for a bigger reason and teaching them bigger lessons than mm-hmm. you know and they come along too they my girls love to come to weddings and like help with weddings and I was gonna say I'll to s- a degree there's yeah. like something where when you're doing this yourself yeah. like if you're working in a traditional office like 
there's very few opportunities to have your kids sure, tag along. Sure, they come to the farmer's market. They come to the store. My son I mean, comes Avery, to the store with me every day. Um, her so, oldest caught, like, that's not where it should be. Like, she oh, really? caught it. And she's like, oh, that's a little crooked there. <laughs> so, I mean, they're, <laughs> they're picking up what we're laying down. And, like, yeah. you know, it'd be super fun to have them in the business someday, too. But um, mm-hmm. I just think we have to think about the bigger picture and the lessons that we're, like, really trying to teach our kids while balancing it all. But we're, I feel good about it. I feel like we're making it work. Sure, in the beginning, it's a struggle to, like, figure it out. But I feel like we've kind of gotten into our groove as we've, you know, the years have gone on and... We Things will continue to come yeah. up, and we yeah. fi- we'll figure it out. Yeah. If, if we, f- so what? If you don't get it right the first time, like we learn, figure it out. You mentioned the store, and I think like in a lot of ways, I, I don't know if it feels this way to you, but like when people look at it and they see that you have a physical storefront, it feels like that like legitimizes things in a way for for people outside of it. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like it was important? to have, like, that physical presence in order to let people know, like, hey, we're legit, we're a real business. And, like, obviously you can do a lot of what you do without Mm -hmm. a physical storefront, but just from, like, a perception standpoint, did you feel like that was important? Well, there was a couple of things that – so we were in two different locations before we were in the location that we were in. We were actually in three locations at one time, and that was just way too much. So we learned how to say no to things. Um, But, you know, we had this desire to have fresh flowers, and we knew we needed our own space for that. Um, but also like meeting with brides, like we had met at Panera, we had met at our, our houses and it just felt like we really wanted that space where we could meet them. And then also we have so much inventory. Like if we're showing a vessel to a bride, like we want to be able to grab it or set a table and show them what a table mm-hmm. might look like. Um, I mean, sometimes we do a brides where we have to do a zoom call based on where they live, but that's okay. Yeah. That's, that's few and far between. So yeah, I but think even we need now it. we're getting the itch for an expansion because yeah. we're like now we, now we need a whole need office it. for the brides. <laughs> yeah. We need a whole office for this. We need we need a kitchen. <laughs> we need a room for the kids. We need a room for inventory. We need you know we need right. a workshop so we space. Have, oh gosh, the list is endless. Pretty big dreams for 2020 and like a lot of super exciting things I think are going to happen. Mm-hmm. And you talked about expanding, so you guys also now have employees, right? So that mm-hmm. adds a whole different level of things as well. So what did you consider? Like why did you? What made you get to the point where you're like, yeah, we have to hire other people to help out with this? It's all my fault. <laughs> um, well, she kept having babies. So um, I needed help. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I we I, I was pregnant with twins, and I was like, I had never been pregnant before. And, I mean, Heather, I was so sick. Heather didn't think I was, she thought I was going to be in bed rest, like, week, like, 10. Um, I made it till the day before I had my kids. But I mean, I didn't know. And I felt that I felt so much pressure and like stress, like, am I going to leave her hanging? And we had like really big weekend at the end of the summer. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, what am I going to do? And and how are we going to help? And I was like, Tyler, you need to help if I can't, like you have to go, you have to be there. Someone has to be there. It's so interesting though, because going kind of back to like our faith and Mm -hmm. like literally God sent us these people. Like there's no other way around it. Like (laughs) we did not go out looking, like we didn't put an ad and be like, we were hiring. Like these people literally came into the store and was like, Oh, I didn't know that. And they're like, we want to work for you. Really? We like the, yeah. literally this the the woman like one of the women that works for us just, she was just a customer, and I mean she has like another awesome career and she's like amazing but she just was like I love the vibe in here I love everything about you guys I just and I she has so much to offer yeah. and so much to contribute That's so and cool. she literally was like sent to us and so was also our say, other. so I was like absolutely so was our other employee and she is like so invested in our she business brings, like a whole different um, like set of tools like she has so much to offer yeah um and she the fun fact i shared every time but i have to share it she took when we signed our lease she took the photo and she was our first employee and a she year cried. later 
Mm-hmm. So she that's how we knew. We <laughs> and she wasn't even higher then. I mean, she didn't even, she was just so like in love with what we did. That's and so cool. I just feel like mm-hmm. she's such a, an, a partner in this. Um, so I don't know. I just feel super blessed with the team that we've, you Built. know, been blessed with. And mm-hmm. it's all for a reason, you know. Everybody has their own skill set. And even me and Di, like, we have our own strengths and we've found those as we've worked together. Like, she has her thing that she does that she's super good at. And I have my thing that I'm okay at. <laughs> oh my gosh. You should see the buying. Every time I just, like, I don't even look at the orders anymore because I'm just like, I trust it and we'll see. Or she'll get something. I'm like, what? are you doing with this? And then like five minutes later, I turn around, I'm like, oh my God, that's so pretty. She's like, that's what you didn't I'm like. I was like, but oh, that's, really? But that's an interesting point. Like, I spe- now you have other employees too, and obviously you delegate stuff to them. But when it's like two of you in 50-50, it's, you do very much have to play off each other's strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Um, and so what, so what does that look like for you guys? You mentioned it a little, but there's a huge creative component to this, but there's also like a huge organizational component to this mm-hmm. in terms of, planning and meetings and stuff. So how do you guys look to like split that out? And what are, what's your, I guess like what's your advice for people who might be in a similar position where there are, you know, two people trying to get something together and maybe they have, you know, you guys obviously have a lot in common, but you're mentioning you have different strengths as well. Like what, what do you tell the people who ask you about that? I think you have to really find, so we actually did like the strength finders test, which is Super helpful. Super helpful. But I and think super we kind spot of, on. And yeah, accurate, it really is. And we, we <laughs> had three of, the, of five the same, which was really? interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But there, I think you just have to really know what you enjoy mm-hmm. doing. So Diane is like the CFO, and she is good at it, and she enjoys it. I don't really want to know anything. I mean, I do want to know a little bit about it. Right. But that's her thing, and so she takes control, you know, of all mm-hmm. of that. And then I'm kind of more like the design side and the buying mm-hmm. and the – Social media. Social marketing. media and that kind of thing. And I enjoy mm-hmm. that. I enjoy photography and that kind of aspect of it. But we also, like, I will never make a financial decision or do something without telling. Sure. Like, it's still a partnership. I, it's absolutely. just about managing absolutely. Yeah. There it. has right. to be It's just the actual, like, execution of right. yeah paying the bills or you know what I mean right. actual I don't tell her like hey electric was $46 last month like sure no. sure sure I yeah. but if there's want to know that. decisions right yeah <laughs> there's yeah. something big yeah. like hey this is what I'm gonna do just want to keep you in the loop yeah um, or hey you're gonna see this if you were like look for this this is what I'm doing um and then same thing like hey I bought this you'll yeah. see this coming. and in. I think I guess a piece of advice is that too if there's something that you really don't enjoy doing that is especially as like an entrepreneur like you don't that's what I was going to ask you yeah you don't have enough time to do everything or to learn everything like we've had to learn so much as entrepreneurs but and not everything's in your wheelhouse either no my gosh like uh, for interest like SEO um, Pinterest Mm -hmm. like all that kind of back end stuff like website stuff you have to do it and it's got to be really really good I don't want to learn how to make a website. Me neither. Right. I don't want to it's learn about SEO. <laughs> Nor is it the um, best use of your time. No, right. it's right. really not. So, I mean, sometimes you do have to figure out what is is best outsourced. Right. You know? And even if it's like, do I want to spend my time, like, cleaning my, you know, whatever. It's just little things like that, too. Like, you have to figure out what is the best use of your time. Do you struggle with those decisions, though, about, like, when to kick stuff off to other people? I find with us, sometimes I look at that and I'm like, I know logically that it is not the best use of my time to handle this. And yet, here I am not being able to let go of it. I think it is hard, too, because you don't have a lot of resources and money to be able to outsource Mm -hmm. things. But I 
I don't want to know how to build a website. Right. And I want it done tomorrow. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to outsource that. Pinterest for us is another really big one. It's huge. Um, and That's it's really huge, especially in our, interest, in our industry. And I don't want to... I don't want to learn how to do that, nor right. do I want to spend my time doing that. So we outsource that as well. Um, and it's finding people. I think it's just if you don't have a passion in it, you're going to hate doing it, which means you're not going to do it. You're going to so put it off. And when you notice that thing, hey, like, we really should update our website. And we're just like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I remember Heather was, like, checking in. Did you do that? No, didn't do it yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nope. <laughs> no, and, because and it's, ha- it's hard. Yeah. And right. it's totally learning a new mm-hmm. thing. Well, and the, the another, you know, I'm projecting here, but like, cause, cause I go through some of this stuff too. And we go through some, and I think everybody who like runs their own business does. Sometimes it's hard to remember, like it is, it is also still a job and there's going to be parts of it that suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, there are days when I know for me, there are days when I yeah. look up and I'm like, I am not on today. Um, but you know, f- for us in our business, sometimes yeah. we can say like, well, our deadline is next week, whatever. For you guys, if you're like, I'm really not on today. And yet we have a wedding coming up this weekend. Like, you still have to power through that and make it work. And you can't necessarily treat it the same way you would if you're work- when you're working for someone else. It's, like, a totally different mindset. And there's, like, yeah. a different personal connection to it. So, like, when you have those days, as everybody does, whether it's because, a, you know, one of your kids is sick or you're just, like, in a crappy mood or you didn't sleep well. <laughs> like, how do you – do you feel like you're more equipped to push through because it's yours? Or do you still do you still feel like those days come up well, for you running your own business? We both have four kids, so we're all we never sleep well. And we're always <laughs> and a bit cranky. Always yeah. <laughs> so I that's think just like the baseline. That's just the yeah. baseline, yeah. right? That's just who we are. And um, if we're like energetic, I'm like, are you all right? I think that's the importance too of having a good team though. So like if one of you is a little off or right. down or whatever, like you've got a support system around you mm-hmm. and I remember there was a bouquet that we had to do last year. Was it last year? 2018. Oh. I could not do it for life of me. And I pride myself on, <laughs> on bridal bouquets. And I was so sick. You were actually sick the same time. You guys were in New York. Oh, we yes. We were all sick. I remember this. Yeah. Um, and I just, Brutal. it was like 11 times. And I just looked at Heather. Yeah. like, And, and I was like, I'm was really sorry. Like I can't do this. 11 o'clock at night. And she had probably tried. I mean, she was like ruining the flowers because she... <laughs> I mean, I just tried to, like, put them together so many times because she was so just determined to make it. I was like, I finally, I just help. had to, like, you know, just, like, gently give peel them away to me. Them to me. <laughs> but it's like, it wasn't that she was like, oh, my God, I did everything for that wedding. It's like, there's going to be days that you're, you're on off. and there's days that you're yeah. off. Right. Not every, I mean, it's it's a true partnership. Like, it, a partnership is not about, like, a 50-50 split all the time, right? Yeah. It's about, it's about like, sometimes it's 90-10. I mean, it's, a partnership is a marriage, right? Yeah. It's a business yeah. marriage. You have to, like... Sometimes it's 100-0. Right. I was gone in July. Yeah, I mean, she, was, I was she gone. had babies, so it's not like I'm going to say, oh, I'm going to take the next three months off because... See you when you're back. Right, you. right, exactly. <laughs> you exactly. got a maternity, and I, I'm going to go on vacation. But so. if and when something comes up for you, the whole point is you have someone there to pick it up the same way. Totally, right? yeah, yeah. totally. It's a give and a take, for yeah. sure. So, like, what, you know, what are some, you guys have been in this for a while now. It's a, kind of incredible to think about, but like, what are some lessons learned, do you think, looking back, you know, at the point that you're out now, I guess it's, you know, what are some things you look at now and you're like, man, that is, that is something I wish I knew, you know, two or three years ago. Do a background check. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, why? Oh. Um. I feel like we've learned so much, like everything. Um, well, you're saying patience and to like patience. give yourself grace because mm-hmm. you have all these big dreams and you know everything needs to be done. You need to 
you need all of these things, but they cannot possibly happen overnight. And they're not going to come out perfect the first time. So I think that we just, as hard as we push, we, you know, you were talking about patience. Mm-hmm. Um, Trust where you are, like, now and where you're going because um, you can't control it. Like, you just go with your gut and, and stick with it. And I think one thing, you know, I remember before we had the store, I'd look around at, you know, what other people were doing, and I'd get so frustrated that it would derail me, and now I don't pay. What do you mean? Like, what kind of things? Like, other people and, Like, you know, incomparable. Like, the competition. Yeah. Competition. Yeah. Or even like just. Like, see what they're doing, and then you feel inferior. Right. About what you're doing because. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe they've been in business for 10 years. Right. Or, or maybe right. they have $500,000 debt. Like, you don't know someone's story. Sure. So yeah. now, and also, like, wanting to be immersed in something. And there's, you know, I'm responsible for four small people, so making certain decisions. So now it's just, I don't compare myself. I don't pay attention. I don't want to know because I have to stay true to our story because our story is going to be ours. It's not somebody else's, and ours is going to be different. Um and do you feel like, you, you know, you mentioned your story when you, like, work with clients. Do you feel like they care about that? Like, it's such a personal thing that you're working with them on. Do you feel mm-hmm. like people, when people talk to you, that that does that matter? Does that come through, like, your own story in terms of, like, them deciding to work with you versus working with someone else? Like, do you share that with potential clients? Like, how much of you do you give people in the, in the pitch in the sales process, I guess? I think how a lot of our business has grown is referrals so they hear our story from somebody who's worked with us right um, there may be something when we meet that uh, they feel a connection with um well yeah we just had a bride a couple of days ago and the reason she chose us she said is because we were super relatable mm-hmm. and she just felt like a connection with us mm-hmm. right and listened to and she's gonna have to spend a lot of time with you so, More so <laughs> yeah i mean i think that as long as they feel really heard um you know and we treat them just like we would a friend. I mean, we consider them a friend and we want to do the very best job for them. You mentioned competitors and like looking at stuff and it sometimes sets you back or it would frustrate you or whatever. Obviously there's, you know, you're, you're not going to measure apples to apples to any one, to any one person, but what do you think sets y'all apart when you think about the work you're doing now? Like what, like what makes you different? What makes your work better or even just on a different level than, than some of the people that you look at as maybe some of those people that frustrated you when you looked at the work <laughs> they were doing? Yeah, I wouldn't say, too, it's anyone that's better because everybody's different. Everybody has a different style. Right. In the store, what definitely I think sets us apart is that when you walk in, you're actually getting the designers and the decorators right there that are working there. So if you come in and you're like, I need a new mantle for the new season or whatever, we actually create it for you right there in the right. store. We clear mm-hmm. the mantle. We are absolutely willing to like design it right there in front of you. Or if you want something refinished or custom signage or like you walk in and you're actually getting the designers right there. You don't need to make a, I mean, we do do in-home consults, you know, if you want us to decorate your house, but also you can come in and we'll put things together right there for you, which I think if you were to walk into some other stores, yeah, I don't know, they yeah. may not offer that kind of personal right. custom service. Um, and then kind of on the wedding side, it's a one-stop shop that I think we already touched on, but we're going to do everything from beginning to end. All the signs, all the paper, all the decor, all the florals, mm-hmm. um, just to take the stress away from the bride. So I think that, that we've heard feedback from other brides that have said the same thing about us, that like, oh, you can do all of that? Right. Okay, I'll go with you because you're gonna 
just take care of it all. I don't have to go to all these different vendors and coordinate well, all these different things. Which is a total nightmare, things, yeah. Which is a nightmare. And it's kind of a nightmare for us, too, to be honest. Like, we like to have control of the whole vision. I don't kind of, I don't want, like, another <laughs> vendor coming in and sure. messing up our design. You know what I mean? So I think it's a win-win for brides and for us. So obviously, like, the wedding side of things, it's like you're not necessarily um, – you look for referrals and word of mouth, but it's not the type of thing where it's like – we're trying to get someone to come back and work with us every every year. So referrals are super important. Mm-hmm. Um, but do things like the flower bar and the store, do, those, do you find those, like, as a good entry point for people to, like, people who aren't married yet or who have family who are getting married to kind of lead to that those bigger projects for you all? Or has yeah, that not sure. happened so much? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All the time. Oh, my gosh, my niece is getting married. She would love you. We, like, yeah, <laughs> we cards, get that all we, the time. Cards all, all the time. time. So yeah, being out at those farmer markets is, like, huge mm-hmm. for just yep. – letting people know who you are and and making them think about you when the time comes. Yeah. yeah, we actually had, we also do workshops. So like um, we'll teach people how to arrange flowers, how to do wreaths and all of that other stuff. And we actually had uh, a bride reach out to us who was at one of our workshops. So um, it kind of all comes full circle. And it's just obviously people will always get married. Um, and it's just how they continue to talk about it. You mentioned 2020 and you guys are excited. What's like what's coming up? What are you all excited about? You said there's big things coming. So like what's <laughs> what's on the horizon for you guys this year as you continue to grow? Well, I think one thing that we can share, we've slowed down a little bit. Um, Heather and I have taken some time out of the, the building to do a lot of education and figure out what our path is and what we want to focus on and put some goals down. Um, but we're not ready to share all the Make details. Make a big vision board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it will start to come to life slowly but surely. Yeah, I mean, I think expansion is definitely, like, a dream of ours for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we dream it, like, I'm pretty sure we're going to make it happen because that's just how we roll. Um, we're but, yeah. act like it's already happened. <laughs> yeah, we kind of do it, yeah. But we're feeling the itch and the need, and I think it's time to grow. Um, so that's super exciting. Um, when you think about like starting out and you think about someone else who might be in a similar position where they're like, I'd really love to do this, but um, what would your advice be in terms of, you know, launching a business, you know, starting it on the side, you know, you talked about going, going in with mm-hmm. no debt, but mm-hmm. then like, obviously you don't have as much time to dedicate to it. What kind of advice do you oh give gosh. to somebody who just go for it, girl, just trust yourself. Go yeah. for it. You got to trust yourself yeah. and if trust your journey of where you are right now. Because um, it's going to bring you to the places that you're supposed to be. And if you're in business with somebody else, trust them. There's a yeah. lot of times, like, I just say, I trust you. Like, and when, when I was out unexpectedly um, before I had the kids, I didn't question what what decision Heather was making or, or what she was doing or what she was quoting people. Like, we trust each other. Right. And if you screw up, you screw up. So what? You fix it. Like, whatever. It's fine. Um, and I think there was, a like, a... A meme? Is that what they're called? Like, <laughs> so there's... We're so hip. I, I know, right? I'm like, is that what they're called? You're like, um, yeah, Heather does the social media. <laughs> <laughs> and she doesn't know what a meme is. Well, yeah, whatever. And it was like, it's okay to your business start in a in a garage. Um, and it showed like Amazon, oh, Google, right. and Apple all did. They so all started in a garage. There's like, three other Yay. ones too, but I don't remember what they were. I think one was Disney, one was Mattel, and I forget the other yeah. one. But... Like, it's it's totally okay for it Yeah, I was just going to say, too, like, I think the biggest thing is to find your passion. Like, yeah. if you are passionate about it, then it's going to work. But if you are, like, 
not super into fitness, but you think you're going to start like a gym, like it's probably not going to work because you're not <laughs> passionate about it, you know? Right. So I think as long as you are truly like it's something you love to do, then you're going to wake up every day and you're going to be excited to do that because you love to do it. And really, I just think passion is like underlying because you can learn everything else. You can learn how to start a business. You can like can learn how Freaking to Google everything, but yeah. you can learn all of the tools mm-hmm. that you will need to make it successful. But passion has to be like number one. You that, can't not teach it. That's a really interesting point. I I went back and did like a networking event at BU, and they had us talking about like people who started their own businesses, and like all the questions that the students were asking was about like the tactical how to start a business. So like the thing in their mind that's really hard about it is like is the learning part. Well, it's like the it's yeah. the stuff like oh. Yeah. How do you, like, you just pick a name, right? Like, you just right. file some paperwork. Right. Like, you, like, literally do a Google search. Like, how do you, how do you get a tax ID, right? right. Like, right. And sure, that stuff's, a, like, annoying and tic-tac, but, like, that's you not can do it. the hard part no, at right. all. No, you can do it. But if it's something you're not passionate about at the baseline of it all, you won't want you're not going to want to do all right. that. Right. You know, it's going to get too hard. It's going to get super overwhelming, which it still does at times. I mean, some of the things do get overwhelming. But, again, that's when you have to, like, ask for help and you might have to hire somebody to like help you right get that there process, yeah. but that's okay and yeah. we started small too we like sort of you know we tested the waters um and maybe that's how we were able to do it debt free but we just we started small we like rented a space in another mm-hmm. shop to just test it out and see if this is really what and we see wanted if you do, to do yeah is it and, your passion and right what yeah. is the feedback do people actually like what we're doing right do are they want the us to do more right. yeah. um mm-hmm. just to see if we're actually you know gonna make it and then we realized like as we were evolving what was important you know really staying true to the local and the community mm-hmm. um, we like to give back and we we give back in a couple of different ways so really making sure that we stayed true to that um, was is important and mm-hmm. I think that's important for somebody because you got to stay true to what you want because yeah. everybody's gonna have an opinion everybody's gonna tell you I don't yeah. like your logo I don't like your name so sure. what sorry yeah. like, <laughs> stay true <laughs> right. to if, if you yeah. have such a strong opinion about something go do it yourself like yeah. go ahead yeah but Diane and I are at a base like this is probably why we get along so well but we're super real people like we just <laughs> tell it like it is yeah we're pretty blunt um and we appreciate realness. And I think that we love, so we do a lot of workshops, um, whether it be floral arranging or whatever. But I think that's like a great way to connect with the community and get let people see who we really mm-hmm. are and that we are relatable mm-hmm. and that we do keep it real. And I think people want to buy from people. Yep. And, right. and that's less and less of an option for people now too, right? Like yeah, the idea of like Amazon, a local yeah. business <laughs> right. in your community. Right. But I do think that we have some customers that just come in because they want to just sort of hang out. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, and they that's just nice. they like, yeah. like the vibe, it's chill, we're cool. Like, you know, and that we love that. That's like my favorite feedback I think that we get is that we just want to be a place that people feel comfortable and just want to like hang out and, you know, mm-hmm. relax, take a load off. And I think being real, like if you were going into business with somebody else, especially in what we do, it's very um, personal and like artsy and Heather could be holding a bouquet in her hand that she's worked on for an hour. And then I look at it and go, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it could be it's either. I mean, that has never happened. I, mean, <laughs> I make beautiful things. No, but it's you super can, subjective, right? But, and it's yeah. also like there was just one. It was so big in the way that I built it. Like I was looking at the back. So I'll hold it and like literally just trust and let her. And it's, it's not that I'm offended, but help me. Like, help fix it because right. 
we do it together. Um, and I think when you're in business and with somebody don't be else, so offended, like don't take it all so right. Yeah, yeah, You've yeah, got to yeah. be like, able just, to be honest. And that's like, hard though. Yeah. Yeah. It's not personal. Not everything <laughs> has to be so personal. Right. right. We're just trying to help each other. So like, we, just... it's our name. We want it to look good. What, what about the same thing with feedback from clients, right? I'm sure, you know, you guys do great work and I'm sure this mm-hmm. doesn't happen often, but when you do get even like, this has never happened. Constructive criticism <laughs> in the process. How do you, obviously, okay, here's here's a better way to frame it. It literally so has never happened. It really hasn't. It really hasn't. Okay, so maybe this doesn't work, but if you're in the planning process with, like, a bride and she tells you, like, I don't like what you're doing, but you know it's right, um, or in your head, like, it's subjective, you think it's right, like, what do you do in that situation? Like, do you defer to them and do something that you think isn't as oh, good? Oh, you have to do whatever they want to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if they think it's, like, beautiful and that's what they want, they get what they want, for right. sure. And we can day. offer, like, okay, like, here's what you're looking, this is what it might look like, so we can try to show them and then show them what we're trying right. to propose so that they can see it. Because sometimes in their minds, and they have so much going on, like, they might not be able to see it. Sure. So yeah. helping them see whatever is going on um, is an easier way to kind of bring them along if you want them to do something different. But right. again, if it's a bride's vision, it's a bride's vision. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I think communication is like so key in that because yeah. then if you build that relationship in the very beginning, then they trust you. Sure. They right. really do. They trust that whatever you do is going to be amazing because you've built that relationship with right. them. Yeah. And also like we don't promise things that might not happen. So a bride may turn around and say like, I love dahlias and I want them in March. Well, we might not be able to get Might something not be an like option, that. We right. can't say, yeah. like, you've got it. You'll get all the dollies that you want in the world. Like, <laughs> no worries. Um, but we'll try our best. Like, hey, and here's some substitutions. Why don't you check out this? Or let's look at this flower just so that they know some other options um, and we don't disappoint them. Um, the one other thing I wanted to ask about, like, starting out, um, I mentioned it briefly, but in terms of the idea of, like, you already have so such little time in terms of families and other commitments. Um in terms of like running, starting a business on the side versus like quitting your job and going all in, what do what do you say to people who are like trying to start a business? What advice do you give? Like, should should you just take up all your free time doing this, or should you cut back and maybe not be as financially stable? Like, what would you say to people now that you guys have been through the process of starting one yourselves? You've got to protect time for you, so you've got to have something. That's, you cannot go 24-7 either working a day job and then coming right home and going to your side hustle. And then every single day, and it consumes your weekend because you're not going to enjoy it. You're going to get burnt out. Mm-hmm. So We've always protected a day. Protected at least one day that mm-hmm. we have one day a week. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's especially hard when you have something that bleeds into the weekends right. by yeah. its nature, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think protecting the time that you set aside, and maybe you know there might be this big project that you're working on, like, okay, so the next two weeks is going to be, like, pretty crazy and we're going to have to invest some time but is it worth it okay yes like let's go ahead and do it and know that you're doing it with a purpose and there's a means to an end it's not let's just go 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 and burn the candle at both ends and starting it all isn't without risk oh yeah i mean there is definitely risk i'm risking all my time not just money wise financially but there is risk time wise you know because it's in some ways it's a bigger risk always going to take away from something else Right. right you know so is my time away from my family worth it right I asked and that myself. was like my big question I mean yeah. we probably still do ask ourselves that sometimes although I think we've gotten a lot better about it um that was my big fear in the in the beginning is my time away can my family afford this for me to be away right this amount of time and I also think like when the answer was yes by the way <laughs> and if it wasn't though you'd be like all right I'm done right right right, right. Yeah. and I also think though that there's times that like you know we have to remind each other if there's 
like if we're just go, go, go. And I'm like, hey, wait a second. Like, don't forget, like, this is your day. Like, I don't want you to keep doing this. She's understand. very good about that. Like, yeah. not letting me work on my day right. off. Like, right. she doesn't want me to be doing, mm-hmm. which I do have a hard time with, yeah. actually, because... There's always well, one last but thing. But it's hard. It's Only one last thing, little project you right. want to like and fit then, in or but the respond list never to ends. this. Or just, and yeah. and I, exactly. Yeah. And the exact time I was telling her about that was the day that is my day. And I'm like, I'm off to do da 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 da. And I was like, oh my God, I'm like the pot killing. Right. right, right. But yeah, I think it's making sure that we keep each other on check. So because otherwise you're going to yeah. keep going and going and going. And I think I've always appreciated this about Diane from literally day one that she has always said, this is our story. This is nobody else's story. Mm-hmm. We get to write the story however we want. I mean, I remember in the very, very, very beginning, we fought about, not really fought, but disagreed about store hours because I felt like we should be open more. But there was just the two of us, and I think you were pregnant with one of the older boys at that time, and and it was just impossible. I still had, like, bus pickup, and it was just too much. Right. Um, and she was like, this is our story. It's okay. Yeah. But I think we closed at 3 o'clock because I had to get kids off the bus, and that's just the way it was at that time. So we were only open, I think, from 11 to 3, which seems like so crazy to be open so short, but that's really all we could do. And you know what? That's all we could do. Mm-hmm. And that was okay. And now I'm sure looking back, and you're like, who the hell cares? <laughs> like, right? Who fine. cares? No one, yeah. But for me, at the beginning, that. like, oh, my gosh, we're a shop <laughs> in the community. We should be open, like, you know, 9 to 5 or whatever it is. But, like... We need to be open all these hours. And she's like, no. And she told me this time and time again until it was, like, drilled into my mind that, like, this is our story, and we get to write it however we want, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't know. I just think that's, like, so important to kind of just remember that. Like, it's, o- it's okay, you know? You don't have to be what anybody else is, whatever anybody else is doing. Just do you. And now we're open Tuesday through Saturday. You do you. But now we are <laughs> oh, open like regular go. hours because we've been able to expand and hire people to help us because we could not physically do that like on our own. It was right crazy. before if we wanted to do something like this, we'd be like, oh, okay, so we can maybe squeeze it in Tuesday afternoon between six and seven p.m. at night if that would work. <laughs> our store's open right now, so like we've been able. to And that's get so it. nice. It's been awesome. yeah. yeah, that's yeah. so nice. Yeah. Um, so okay, so I, I want to let you work-life balance. This isn't even actually work. You're just talking about work. Um, (laughs) But you move on to do something else. But we've talked a bunch about advice. So just closing thoughts, like one piece of advice from each of you for somebody who wants to start a business and like has an idea, has the passion. What's one like pearl of wisdom you would give people to, you know, to take away to say like, here's, here's the one thing I want you to know based on our experience. Die, you have to go first. Mm-hmm. Oh my Thank word! <laughs> I don't know. So I'm a big believer, and it's it's trust your journey and and trust what you're feeling. Like if trust you in Jesus, <laughs> if you feel it, like then go for it. Go like, with your gut. Just your your gut is right on the good things and on the bad things. Like I don't know. I just think that that's my biggest thing I just remind myself to trust because there's a reason Mm -hmm. and I believe this there's a reason why things are happening for both good and bad you just might not understand it yet yeah and mine I know this isn't like super good advice because it's all super subjective but mine also I was just thinking like is like a piece about it like you have to have that like internal piece that this is where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing because if you're not you're always going to have this like inner turmoil and conflict that, like, is this the right decision? Mm-hmm. 
rather than just feeling at a peace about it and like knowing, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't know why or whatever or how it's going to turn out or how it's going to end, but I know this is where I'm supposed to be at this exact moment. And I think if you feel at peace about that, then it gives you the freedom to just do, do it. Yeah. And then you, you know, you have to stay motivated to like actually learn all the things, but. And it's okay to pivot and change. Like if, if you fall down, it's okay. Or if you change yeah. from your original plan to something different, that's okay. Like you can always readjust. It's no one else's story. It's your own. <laughs> and commitment over motivation. Yes. You're not always going to feel motivated to yep. do things. But yep. if you have made the commitment to make this happen, stay committed to that. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're not always going to feel like doing the things. Less self-doubt. Being nicer to yourself. I like right. this. Yeah. I punish myself a lot, so I needed this. And drink this. more wine. <laughs> drink the wine. There's a lot the of red. The red. Antioxidants. <laughs> um, where can people find you guys? Sure. Uh, so we have our website, which is um, onlyprettierdesign.com. It's brand new. Go check it out. It's it looks awesome. awesome, by the way. Oh, thank you. It's really good work. And uh, you guys built it yourselves, I heard. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. Absolutely not. That was 100% I, hired out. Yeah, hired out. However, um, we were page by page, detail I by did. detail. I, I did write all the things. So <laughs> All the things. And the font we were meticulous over. Oh, well, that's shocking. <laughs> <laughs> details. Uh, details. Details. There's all details. Um, Facebook, Instagram, Facebook and Instagram, only prettier design is the handle for those. Um, and then you can see us at our store in Norfolk, Mass, awesome. right off 1A. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Thanks for having us. This was fun. It was fun. All was right. Easy. Get back to those kiddos. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> those right. flowers. And flowers. <laughs> and everything else. And everything else. All right. I'm Phil. That was Diane Heather from Only Prettier Design. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Create Smarter Podcast. We'll see you guys next time.